everyone. Uh, this is John. I'm out for an early morning walk and I've been wanting to do something <laughs> something audio, something podcast, although I still hesitate to call it a podcast when I don't really do a podcast on a regular basis. I've only done four things on in this format and uh, not in the past year while I've been working on my novel, juggling that with my day job. But uh, I do want to do it. It's always the thing that falls by the wayside for me when I'm juggling things because it's not something I honestly feel comes naturally to me as much as I want to do it. Um, but I do like to think out loud, especially when I'm out, and I'm out this morning. Uh, I couldn't quite sleep well last night, so I've been up since before 5 a.m. Did a lot of internet surfing and then got out of the house at 6, which I actually do like to do if I can get myself out of bed. I really like walking or running before the sun comes up. And... So now I'm talking to what I would expect to be no more than 12 to 87 people who will hear this. That is my conservative estimate. Um, there have been a few things on my mind. Um, I've posted some of them on the blog. Um, I guess one new item for me is that um, this is opening day eve what was supposed to be opening day for baseball, obviously not going to happen. And something that we all regret, I think something that we all understand, it's not like it's being canceled because of a baseball strike or lockout. It's being canceled because we're trying to save our lives here. And uh, it's something I fully support without a question, obviously. Um, but there's so much lamentation going on about not only the disappearance of opening day, but the disappearance of baseball, the disappearance of sports in general. Uh, you don't know how much you love sports till they're gone. Um, I've kind of realized over the past two weeks um, that I kind of have a minority feeling about this, which is that I love sports. I love baseball more than any other sport, but I don't particularly miss it when it's not being played. And I especially, I don't really particularly miss it right now because I feel like there's so much else going on. Um, I'm not sitting around my house and believe me, I'm spending 99% of my time in my house, except for, you know, trying to get outside every day for a socially distanced walk. I don't sit there going, where's my baseball? Um, and I'm not entirely sure why that is or what that says about me. Um, I'm, I've always kind of regarded the off season after a long baseball season as kind of a relief. Um, that was especially true when I worked for the Dodgers for those three seasons because those seasons were so exhausting. Um, and frankly, 
we had to start working for the new season to prepare for it almost immediately. I might, I think November was our slack off month in the sense that I could work a normal work day. That was really the only time. But for me, um, the baseball off season, which is now going to continue, is an opportunity for me to catch up on other things. Excuse my breathing. If it sounds like I'm breathing heavily, I'm going uphill right now. Um, see more movies. Uh, work on my book if there's time. I'm in my day job. Um, be more present with my family. Um, and not that baseball really takes me away from that, but it weighs in somehow. Um, maybe I'll start to feel differently if we, or not if, but when we go one month, two months, three months into the season and we still haven't started, which is what I expect. Because um, frankly, the idea of starting baseball in March, that doesn't feel particularly necessary to me either. And I'm, I'm not anti-spring training. Um, my experiences of spring training, and I've been to four of them, been universally grand. But you know, it's March. It's March 25th today, I believe. Opening day was March 26th. Um, I had tickets to go to the third game in the season, March 28th, Saturday night, 6 o'clock game. This is a perfect time to go to Dodger Stadium. Um, I was really looking forward to it. Really looking forward to seeing the new renovations behind center field, which I would say I've been waiting for those renovations for 20 years, 30 years, 40 years. I mean, ever since I started going to games there on a regular basis in my teens uh, in the 1980s, and you just realize, like, the area behind center field is basically like the back alley of a boulevard. Um, it's always been a wonder that they hadn't done anything with that sooner. Uh, it's long overdue, and it sounds like the plans, while maybe overblown in some way in terms of, I don't know, I don't know how many drink tables you need at Dodger Stadium, how many you know, bars that are pointed away from the playing field. But nevertheless, uniting the stadium in full circle, adding the elevators on the side, which is gonna be a big help to people, all that stuff. I was just really looking forward to being at the ballpark. And if there's anything I miss right now, and, that, and that's 12 months a year, I miss that ballpark. Um, it's interesting. I got Eric Nussbaum's book, Stealing Home, in the mail yesterday. I'm really looking forward to reading it. Um, if you haven't heard, it's really worth you checking out, I suspect, in terms of giving more illumination to the history behind the area that we call Chavez Ravine, but which Eric makes the point, that name is sort of a misnomer, uh, ignoring the neighborhoods that existed there before. Um, you don't, I forgot what the point I was making is, but you don't have to love everything about Dodger Stadium or the Dodgers to love it. Um, 
you can be critical. I feel like I've really gone off on a tangent here. My point is, I really miss that ballpark. I think I miss that ballpark more than I miss um, seeing a random baseball game. That place, as a place where I went to every day, will never be topped. Um, and no matter how stressed I got at that job, which was fairly considerable at times in terms of the workload and the hours, that ballpark was such a respite, being able to go down to the field at any time to walk around from the top deck to the outfield warning track um, and just take it in was a remarkable thing. I miss that. And eventually I assume I'll miss baseball and I certainly, I, I mean my fandom in baseball is rooted in the storytelling. In one sense the storytelling hasn't stopped because I'm very worried about the impact that this shutdown is having on the most fragile careers. I'm also worried about, you know, the lost time that someone like Clayton Kershaw will have because I really do think it's a privilege to be able to see him pitch on any day. Um, he is the preeminent pitcher of my lifetime, having been born since I've been, I was born a month after Sandy Koufax retired. Kershaw's the guy, and um, I really don't want to lose a minute with him. I hate it when he's hurt, and I certainly hate this. Um, and I, I love baseball. I love the bat against the ball. I love the glory of fielding. I love so much about it. So... I can't really explain why its absence is not making me hurt more. Um, but my mind has always been going in different directions. My career reflects it, the fact that I haven't stayed on one path in terms of the places I've worked. Um, I, <laughs> I, I've got, I've got other things to occupy my mind. I've got other interests and I'm not saying that people who are missing baseball right now don't, <laughs> I know they do. Um, and I know I've got my share of worries. I know others have their share of worries. I, I'm talking out loud here because I don't have the answers. Um, but I'll be thrilled when baseball is back. But I'm okay right now with it not happening. Um, I hope you are too. I hope as much as you miss the game and as much as you miss normal life, you are finding a way to make the best of this surreal movie that we are now living in while staying healthy and staying safe and staying considerate of other people whom 
may not be as healthy as you are. Um, when this started, my dad, uh, who I interviewed for this quote-unquote podcast, um, talked about how he was kept inside for eight weeks when he was in eighth grade during a polio scare while he was living in Chicago. Um, he's still talking about that 70 years later. We're going to be talking about this for the rest of our lives. May they be long. I'll share a few other thoughts before I wrap this up. It's getting close to 7 a.m. and the traffic's picking up on my walk and I'm looking more and more like a crazy person. Um, or I guess I'm looking the same as a crazy person, but there's the potential of more and more people noticing it. Um, being home has been weird and not weird at the same time. Um, I think a lot of us who live on Twitter the way I do, that's kind of a warm-up for social distancing. I mean, how many people do we stay in touch with on Twitter or other social media that we never see? Of course, in many cases, have never met. Um, there's a lot of bad things about social media, but feeling connected certainly has been welcome at this time, and you can use it as much or as little as you want. Sometimes, certainly, I'm as guilty of anyone as being on there too much, but I like having it. I'm pretty naturally an introvert, so it's good to have, and it's been interesting because, like, I have, outside of social media with my actual friends and family, I have been trying to reach out more, but it's interesting to me how unusual some of it is. Um, you know, I FaceTimed with my brother the other day, and I'm going to FaceTime with my sister hopefully tonight. Um, like, I don't do that. I would text them, I would email, we call, like, it's the fact that it took the novel coronavirus to help me do this novel activity with my relatives is weird. Um, and to that end, this change of life has been the turning point in letting me try talking directly to people really for the first time because all the other times I've been done this, that I've done this, I've posted interviews. Um, I like thinking out loud and I like the idea of connecting with people, however few of them, and doing this makes me happy. And since I have a little extra time, not driving to work, for example, why not do it? Just have to go to, through the hassle of trying to relearn how to post a podcast. But if you've heard this, I succeeded. So 
we can celebrate that. So I feel like I'm truly rambling now. I'm going to cut it off right here. I wish everyone out there the very best. Um, I'm really hopeful we can get through this with as little pain as possible. But pain is going to come for a lot of us. Um, and I wish everyone a great deal of strength. And uh, looking forward to when we can celebrate some of the resumption of our old lives again. With Clayton Kershaw on the mound and with Mookie Betts leading off. And with Dodger Stadium as our backdrop. All right, take care, everybody.